social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. Fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn. Top quality lawn care company for Rhode Island. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. And this is the best time to have it treated. Call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401 401- 392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com. Listening to the John DePietro Show, folks, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Well, it is Monday. It is November 1st. And folks, I um, hope everyone had a nice holiday, Halloween weekend. Yesterday was a beautiful day, uh, very nice out, big Patriot win, very exciting. I want to start off with this uh, blockbuster story. You can read about it on the website, petro.com but this uh, horrific story out of North Kingstown. And I want to give credit to uh, both Channel 12, the Boston Globe have been really all over this. But I want to start off, I'm going to just tell you some of the Boston Globe story. Are you shy or not shy? A North Kingstown high school, a well-known basketball coach and a terrible open, open secret. Former student athletes at North Kingstown High School say the body fat test conducted by longtime basketball coach Aaron Thomas where an uncomfortable open secret goes back more than 20 years. Even now they remember his question, are you shy or not shy? That meant Thomas, 54 years old, wanted the teenage boys go to a small janitor closet or a little AV room attached to his office. There alone with the coach, they would have to remove their clothes and underwear so he could do, quote, a body fat test using skinful calipers to pinch and explore the skin near their scrotum, groin, and buttocks. Some of the former players said over multiple interviews over the past several months, sometimes he'd ask them to do sketches or stretches or duck walks while naked. One says that Thomas did a hernia check. He resigned from North Kingstown High in June and started working at Monsignor Clark, this past fall, on Friday, they emailed parents say he'd been placed on paid administrative leave. School received a complaint about this guy being hired. Attorney General Peter Nerona's office confirmed they are investigating the case. Now, I believe the Attorney General's sons, I believe they attended North Kingstown High School. No criminal charges have been brought against him. Uh, there was a sense that one was not allowed to say no to Thomas, that a former boy, boys basketball player. Folks, there's nothing. This is beyond appalling. This is, an, uh, you know, this is like a story of the the Boston pre-scandal from the 50s and the 60s, maybe even into the 70s. This is horrendous. How is this going on in North Kingstown? As someone that attended the school committee meeting there just a couple of weeks ago, I can't say I'm shocked because that place needs to just be completely dismantled. They have pornography in the library that the, they allowed this to go on. There is no, other than a doctor, there is no reasonable scenario where a young teen, 14, 15, 16, has to strip naked for a coach who then is doing some kind of a test. We're told in North Kingstown this was known. It was whispered about. Other coaches knew. People joked about it. This whole system is broken. And the fact that they then didn't tell Monsignor Clark. As a matter of fact, supposedly they gave the guy, the principal gave him a positive professional referral, even though he had been pushed out at North Kingstown High School. What an absolute disgrace. I am not surprised, as I've told you. The adults that I experience involved with that school committee, it's broken. They're lost. Their idea of what's imp what's a priority, what's important, is not. You have people that one, uh, you know, some of them coming forward. He was 14 years old in the early 2000s, 2003, 2004. The coach tapped him on the shoulder, invited him to a private room at the school for his first first uh, body fat test. Same question: You shy or not shy? This was every month. Listen and and. They started to come forward when they saw the, the trial with Larry Nassar. 
former USA Gymnastics team doctor, sexually abused hundreds of girls and women. It wasn't just basketball players, by the way, at North Kingstown. It was all the male athletes. Hundreds of them were fat tested. Folks, the fact that this was allowed to go on is just absolutely appalling. Adults knew and did nothing to stop it. In mid-February this past year, another victim contacted the North Kingstown School Department about this guy. Every month, he'd bring him into the office when he was a kid. He had to get naked, then touch him all over his body for this fat testing regime. Ridiculous. This is absurd. And no one, no teacher did anything. Coaches knew about it. Everyone wanted to look the other way. One teacher said, I don't know and I don't want to know. I don't want to get involved. Folks, they all looked the other way as all these young men in North Kingstown were sexually molested, allegedly, by this coach. Um, and by the way, he was also then on paid leave, $93,000 a year. What a disgrace. You know, I again, I am not shocked. Because as someone that attended that meeting, these people have no clue what's up. They have no idea what they're doing. It is a complete disgrace. I have no idea what's taking so long um, regarding the uh, attorney general's office. So no, you can also go back to, um, as a matter of fact, though, when you had the situation, like, look, look at how long these things take with with the state police. Regarding, you know, they've been investigating now the head of the DMV for basically running a brothel and uh, or, you know, renting to a brothel. But but nothing is done about it. Nothing. Nothing is then like, how long does this have to go on? For all we know, they're allowing the guy to work a little bit longer to then get some kind of a pension. There's no urgency here. Uh, this is something that I've I've seen for quite some time. But we, where is the sense of urgency? How long does it take to do these investigations? How long does it take to start to move forward on this stuff? God, they just sit and it's always, I, you know, and I've dealt with this sometimes. And you try to call to find out and, oh, they're on vacation this week or they're off then. And, you know, as I've said in the past, it's only in the movies that in film or television that you see uh, these people that work endless hours on a case. Um I want to play. I think we have this is the Channel 12 story on this at another nearby school. Huh. That's pending the outcome of an attorney general's investigation. Target 12 has learned Aaron Thomas was placed on leave from the Monsignor Clark School in Wakefield, where he's a middle school teacher. The school sent an email to parents today. According to multiple documents reviewed by Target 12, Thomas has been accused by several former basketball players at North Kingstown of conducting body fat tests on them when they were naked and alone with the coach behind oh, closed doors. God. North Kingstown police tell Target 12 their investigation earlier this year resulted in no charges. But a spokesperson for Who Attorney General possible? tells Target 12 they are investigating the allegations. Now, Thomas was a basketball coach for more than 20 years in North Kingstown before he resigned in June. The allegation stemmed from Thomas's time at North Kingstown and not Monsignor Clark, according to the email sent by the school today. Thomas has declined to comment. Of course he has. Again, who knows how long something like this goes on? There's no sense of urgency, right? This thing could go on months, years oh yeah we better get back to the file oh yeah yeah let me look into that i mean it it what a joke talk about a cover-up really appalling terrible these parents folks check the website tweetro.com all right a lot more ahead on this monday it is a challenge trying to run your business today especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers, instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, Part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers. Maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, 
skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you can receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401. 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and in Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401-351-7600. to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor, AnchorRising.com. It is our friend Justin Katz. Justin, I'd like to start off with this uh, story that broke over the weekend. It's uh, appalling. It's shocking. Uh, I want to give credit. Uh, Channel 12, I believe, pretty extensive, been working on it. Boston Globe had a very extensive piece. And then I believe also the Providence Journal. But the story out of North Kingstown, and <clears throat> there's different layers to it. Uh, I, 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 um, I, I think now we see that the, the school committee is completely dysfunctioning, but the story, the allegations that we're led to believe is that a coach would uh, talk to players about having a body fat exam and he would bring them into a closet off his office and uh, they would have to strip naked and he'd start off each time asking him, you were shy, not that shy, and basically seemingly use the whole exercise as an excuse to touch uh, very private parts of their body. It, it is, um, it's also astounding that North Kingstown supposedly gave the guy a glowing review and he was hired as a teacher at Monsignor Clark. So I, I think this, I mean, there's still a lot of this that we're trying to get information on and there still hasn't been any charges as of yet. But um, it's uh, it's rather a bizarre story that this has been seemingly going on for quite some time and how this individual ended up with yet uh, another job. Yeah, the it's, it's a very strange story, particularly because supposedly has been going on for a couple decades Um, and it was a somewhat of an open secret among the kids and even faculty in the school and um, people just kind of knew about it which is just it's just very strange the first thing I thought of when reading this is over 10 years or even one year no kid told a parent I mean it took it took that and no parent reacted I mean it's just one of those uh, what is 
going on here kind of stories. It reminds me of uh, what's his name? I think it's Larry Nasser, the gymnastics coach, yes. uh, who was who was abusing girls. I mean, if you, I've heard interviews with some of those parents who were in the room. One of them was a doctor and actually saw what looked like an erection and felt bad for him. Thought he was kind of embarrassed to be having this moment with while doing a, a procedure. I, I, it's it's just one of these. How do how does it not? register uh and i but i think it's i mean it's particularly bad timing in north north kingstown no not not bad actually appropriate timing as as nicole solis for example goes out and makes a lot of noise about essentially cartoon pornography in the in the library because it's it's branded with a transgender you know it's, it's the same kind of principle to me you've got this book there with obviously inappropriate material and people walk by it people defend it nobody how do you not look at that and say no we can't do this here and i i, I can't help but feel like there's some something of a similar dynamic there where people just don't want to admit when they hear rumors like this or they see a book like that they don't want to admit that there's something wrong because then they have to take action. And if they're you're wrong, right. if they're wrong or other people disagree, then they might be embarrassed. Oh, you're a prude or you're, you're anti-trans in the case of the book or here. Oh no, this is a perfectly legitimate thing. Uh, but it, it's really just, it's, it's, it's could, it's one to watch because it could turn into a real study of, of how just how these things slip through the cracks. You know, that is an excellent point, Justin. And on top of that, there, there just seems to be, there's no common sense of, listen, this is inappropriate. There's no student that should be naked alone with them, this man supposedly doing this test. And at the same time, as much as they try to, well, you know, we have to be prudent and we have to be cautious here. And legally, this is they, they seem to get caught up in that element of it. And I'm not saying that stuff's not important, but it's the same goes for that cartoon of, well, you know, uh, different people may look at that and this is what's being handed down and. It's like they, they put common sense to the side and get caught up in all this political correctness or what's the legal aspect of what we can and can't say or do. But at the same time, it, it, it's ludicrous. Anyone, if you look at that comic book that they put out or whatever, it's cartoons. Those are sex acts. And I, I like how some of the parents have raised the question. They would never allow that, uh, those types of images in these in these books in North Kingstown or other schools if, if it was, you know, boy and girl. But they somehow rationalize that it's okay because it's seemingly two boys. So, you know, I I uh, I feel as someone that was there and watched them firsthand. I think the school committee, their whole way of doing business in North Kingstown, it just in my opinion, is it's totally broken. And uh, and and they're not whoever's making the decisions here, or we better not do this. We better not say anything. Um, it's it's as if the students are second and and it's the adults that are making very poor choices i think yeah no a- absolutely and i mean i think that it go- to me it's much broader than north kingstown i mean the yes. the idea that teachers would kind of ha- i mean the, the first sense that some other coach or some other teacher got that something like this might be going on yeah. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you know, it's kind of, you look into it, you know, even if you're trying to be friendly about it, Hey, what's this about? I heard about this. What are you doing in there? You know, that you, you look into it, but they're not doing it. It's almost like they feel like we're in this rigid, rigid situation of schools and curricula and unions, and they all feel like they have no responsibility. And, you know, they, they, I think they a lot of times they just don't want to stick their necks out because, you know, you might be upset with, oh, this person's in with the union or that person's this guy's winning basketball games, which makes the school look really good. And I don't want to be I mean, I, notably this week uh, or last week, for example, uh, middle, the middle scout, middle town, not, the middle school teacher in Providence, Ramona Bessinger, who's been making yeah. a lot of noise about the yeah. changes in the curriculum there. She was on Tucker Carlson, which is the the most highly rated cable yeah. news station in the country. Uh, and I, I was shocked. Ted Nisi's weekend roundup for WPRI didn't mention it. If you search her name on WPRI site, not mentioned once. She's, wow. she's been obviously cre- labeled by them as kind of some kind of kook who you shouldn't give any air to. And I think, I, I think that, uh, that atmosphere probably pervades the schools to the point that teachers won't say something. You know, I don't want this school. This book shouldn't be in our library. Or I'm hearing strange things about the basketball coach. And I, I think that's part of it. They just, it's this, this kind of insider club where you don't want to disrupt anything or rock the boat at all. And so everybody just turns their common sense off and, and won't say anything. And it's, it's just, we, we really need to shake that up a bit. 
Folks, again, our segment is uh, politics this week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, you also had a posting on uh, Anchor Rising uh, regarding uh, Channel 12. Um, I think I saw it. And if you would expound on it a little bit, WPRI uh, was it doesn't care about test scores or you took them to task for it was either the way they covered something or did not cover something. Yeah, no, that was the, the Ramona Bessinger story. I mean, if okay. if you if you care about I mean, we had the Johns Hopkins report more than two years ago now, if you yep. care about education in Rhode Island, this is a story. I mean, if, yeah. if she's if she's telling the truth. And, and she's right to be angry that they're shaking up their curriculum to put all this race-based stuff in there. That's a newsworthy. That's why she's on Tucker Carlson. Right. She's also being persecuted for that, which is another part of the story. But if she's not, if she is, as you think these people must think, some kind of you know right-wing kook or something, then people need to know why she's wrong. So that's a story. And But it's just it's like they turn it off because they don't want to get involved. It's almost like you can almost picture the NEA union head Bob Walsh calling him up and saying, you know what, this isn't a story. Why don't you let this go? You know, we, you don't need to give this any air. I mean, that's, that's, do they not care about education? What, what are they doing? So if they're, to me, if they're ignoring a story like that, they're simply not doing their job. That's the job, the role they're supposed to fill in, in our society is informing people about what's going on, things that affect them, particularly in government and public schools and children. And they just ignore it. It's, it's just, it's, it's just, I don't know, <laughs> it gets my blood going a little bit. You know, and it actually, before we take a break, it, you know, it, the, the media could explore the angle that there's definitely been more anger at school committee meetings. And, and by the way, if I think you could tie it in, if anyone looked at this latest test scores that are just atrocious, the public school system, by and large, in, in Rhode Island has, is, is failing and has failed. And I even remember, do you remember Governor Raimondo saying for some reason during the pandemic, Rhode Island was number one in distance learning and that was all just a farce. Uh, you could tie in, you know, parents are angry at these school committee meetings for they're teaching critical race theory when most of the students cannot do, you know, appropriate English at the grade level. They certainly can't do math at grade level. So I think you could tie in frustration of parents, which is then bubbling over into these school committee meetings and let alone in South Kingstown, what they did to Nicole Solace, but instead you're exactly right. They either ignore it or they are seen much as she was seen. And now Ramona is they're seen as outliers as like they're part of, you know, they just lump them in a certain category uh, kind of along the way that they put them in the same category as either the way they treated Trump supporters or the way they treated a lot of the frontline workers that are against the vaccine mandate that that's, they almost put them in a group that are they're not worthy of coverage. They don't like their message. Therefore, they won't cover them and, and give their their message a platform. Yeah. And I, I think that's it. I think and I think they to comfort themselves, they 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 write them off as if they're being funded by some you know rich billionaire or or they're 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 so they're either kooks or they're grass uh, AstroTurf, and so we don't want to give those people a platform. Um, that's that. I think that's part of the attitude, and I think I think that's something I've been observing since, certainly since President Trump was elected in 2016. I mean, while looking on WPR's site, writing about Ramona Bessinger, I I just out of curiosity looked up some other folks and so for example mike stenhouse of the rhode island center for freedom and prosperity i don't think he's been named on that site on wpri for for like a year or two um they've decided that whole area of conversation is just off the table we don't need to listen to those people it's just in encouraging this whole trumpist movement but i think that's ultimately i think that's just an excuse and it's really lamentable i mean you mentioned Raimondo during you know saying oh we're, we're number one in distance learning yeah. she, was, she recently uh talking about now that she's secretary of commerce for biden she was on talking about the supply chain issues uh, we're, we're facing. And she actually said, you know, I think a lot of us just underestimated the effect that shutting everything down would have. Oh, and wow. it, I mean, I don't know how, how the former governor could get away with a comment like that and nobody oh. on it in the local news media. But you could say the same thing about the testing scores. I mean, yeah. if you look, interestingly, if you look at the scores, the I mean, it was a huge drop, but the, the most of the drop was accounted for by students who had no in-person 
school. So those who had in-person schools went down a little or even in some cases did a little bit better, um, you know, but basically the same. So it really shows you that that was just a huge overreaction yep. and, and had real, real effects that's going to be affecting these kids for the rest of their lives. And yet, you know, there's no talk about it. That's why when I, I wrote about the test scores on Anchor Rising, I said, I said, I mean, my position is, you know, so what? I mean, we, according to the test scores, we dropped five points in English and, and 10 points in math, but we were running 10 points in English and 20 points in math below Massachusetts. So <laughs> That's compared, right. to, compared to Massachusetts, we do two COVIDs of harm to kids every yeah. single year. So you know what, if, if we go down, if, if 26% of kids are only, only 26% of kids are ready for college math when they leave Rhode Island schools. And that's, that's only down from 31%, you know, big deal. 69% weren't able to do it anyway. So you, I, it just the lack of outrage, really, it starts to get to you because that's, that ought to be the single biggest focus. That ought to be what all these, you know, Fighting for the people, journalists. I mean, they have they have hotlines for people to call and complain about products that that aren't doing right, or if they think that the, their tax rate is wrong, they can call a hotline and get get some attention. Yeah, consumer alert. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, how about just digging into all this garbage with the kids? I mean, over the weekend, and and forgive my little bit of rant here. Over the weekend, I saw a tweet from uh, was it Mary Beth Calabro, the union head in Providence. Oh with a little quotation marks about oh, all the complaints teachers have, how they feel disrespected and this and that and the other thing. Wow. And along the thread of tweets, the, the principal for Central High School in Providence, whose math scores are so low that the state won't even tell you what they are because then, because you might be able to figure out, I guess, which kids did well because the percentage is so low. But he, he, he responded, well, you know, you, I like to up, keep up a positive attitude for peak performance. Are you kidding me? Holy cow. I, mean, I, I had some exchange with him and he seems like a nice enough guy. He probably cares about his job, but how could you not see how, how uh, tone deaf that is? I mean, that's yeah. just, you're failing kids. 90 something yes. percent of kids can't even do math. I mean, no. maybe a positive, maybe it's time for some stress. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's time to stop thinking about the adults. And so if, the idea that the, the news media isn't catching stuff like that and holding them to account shows they're just not doing their job. Folks, quick break. A lot more politics this week with Justin Katz right here on the John Petro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today. MEGA 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, Diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, on Saturday, Governor McKee had some kind of vaccination appearance, happened to be in Woonsocket. And lo and behold, some of the frontline workers showed up. So I think Paul Rihanna, who's kind of become the face, the leader of it, he had a, a very legitimate argument that in Eleanor Slater Hospital, the state hospital, they allow, of course, the union workers. So there's two sets of rules. It's a double standard. They allow them to work and they're not vaccinated. Meanwhile, Paul and all these other frontline workers lost their jobs October 1st because they, they weren't mandated. They didn't get the vaccine. And, and what really struck out to me was here it is again. Governor McKee, his staff, they seem totally caught off guard, deer in the headlights. He even turns to Paul. Now, you know, anyone that has paid attention, and I've seen where they have, uh, you know, Paul, Rihanna again, um, he's gone and challenged the governor at different things. You think it at the very least find out who this person is, but he turns to him and says, now, are you a nurse? 
like totally caught off guard, uh, completely disrespectful. Uh, if I want to say if this were, for instance, like a Black Lives Matter or these were protesters, uh, there's no way the governor would have turned to say like a brother Gary and been like, now, are you, you know, a member of this group or who are you? Um, I, I was just astounded at the, the McKee people, again, just seemed totally caught off guard, flat footed, no real response and, and had no legitimate response because there is none of why you would allow the state hospital, Elena Slater, to ignore the mandate. And yet you have all these other people that are out of work. Yeah, they, I mean, that that exchange starts to make you think. I mean, what jumped out at me was the the lack of consideration or respect. I mean, you, and it's not hard to do. I mean, this should be kind of politics 101 type stuff. I mean, even that question, are you a nurse, is fine when he responds, no, I'm, I'm a CNA. You know, the, the response is obvious. It's, oh, well, you know, that's very hard work. I appreciate your, your right. service. We're trying to, uh, we're, we're just you know, trying to manage a very difficult situation here. And even, hey, let me set you up with a meeting with one of my staff and you can convey your concerns. And I mean, this is, you don't even have to be, I mean, uh, you should be sincere, but you don't have to be to, you know, do politics. I mean, that's, this is just basic stuff. And the fact that they don't do that just shows right. how, how I, you, I think you put it well a few weeks ago. It's just, it's as if they say, this is our way. And, you know, we don't have, we just roll over anything that's, that disagrees with us. It shows that the, the, these people, and sort of we, what we're going back to what we were talking about a moment ago, these people just don't count. Okay, you got my attention because you're disrupting my little photo op here. Oh, all right. Yeah. And he had no, are you a nurse? No, I'm a CNA. Okay. And I'm walking away. And then um, some of the video I've seen of that incident, one of the state police, uh, what's his name? Pete Philomena, uh, I think Sergeant. And I think he was the, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was the one who was kind of the instigator who led to the Marines arrest. Because uh, he, he, this particular officer okay. was wearing, wearing a, a uniform and started the yep. pushing. I think, it's, but just his attitude toward them was, you know, you you can sit over there and and protest, but you can't start shouting because then that's disorderly and I'll arrest you. And you know, they were kind of responding. And he says, "No, that's it. I'm speaking." You know, and it was just the attitude was just not what you would certainly certainly not what you would do if you were yeah, confronted with Black Lives Matter protesters. There would be much oh my different God. story. Definitely uh, but, not. It just shows you, I mean, I've had interactions with the police that were not like this, you know, where, where it's more like we, we respect your position. We respect your right to speak. We're trying to accommodate you. You just got to work with us a little here. But the attitude is all just no, oh, cut, cut, be quiet, quiet. I'm talking. You can go, you know me, you know, I'm not going to mess around. Go sit over there. You know, it's just the, the whole attitude is very surprising, but it, it's, it's, in keeping with what we're seeing as sort of this, as the, it seems like the left and Democrats are giving themselves permission just to ignore people they disagree with. What I also just, and I personally, I was there when, when Paul saw my feet and showed up uh, this pharmacy off Main Avenue that they were doing a quick photo op regarding flu shots. So outside was the governor's, one of his communication people, this girl that used to work at Premier Lorza, and he's there. And Governor McKee realizes, okay, these people are going to show up wherever I am. So says to his staff, all right, get their number. Let's have a phone call. Let's have a conversation. And and they seem completely flat-footed and, and again, surprised that they show up again in another protest. There hasn't been a meeting. And there's the same aid again. I, I just look at it as if, if you're the governor and you want to continue to be the governor because and, – and Justin, his, his campaign fundraising for this quarter really took – I mean, they, they got half of what they really probably should have gotten. I'm understanding he raised 150000 The quarter before that raised 330000 So the investigations into the McKee administration are really taking a toll on his fundraising ability when you raise half of what your goal was. But I, I'm not surprised because this is a problem that they just want to go away. Uh, when you deal with people's livelihoods, they're not going to just go away. And, and again, they, they just seem flat footed. Uh, he can easily be blamed, but, you know, you either have to get better people around you or they, they just seem completely unprepared that some, you know, these frontline workers and protesters are once again going to show up when he's doing a public event. And uh, and I was just very surprised at that. Now, um, Justin, again, speaking of that, how do you think uh, the governor's doing right now? As far as COVID, I mean, by all accounts, I know they want to keep it alive. And, and there's Dr. Scott, that bizarre statement to the media, encouraging the media to be 
ambassadors for her message, which seems that like somebody has a a conflated uh, opinion of what the media's role is supposed to be, not dictating or being ambassadors to her message. But by all accounts, if you take that one billion of COVID spending that they have to then just spend any way they want, other than that, it should be the state should be getting back to business as usual. Oh, I, I agree. Absolutely. And every, all the evidence points that way. All of the the, the results from, from every test. I mean, you, when you now they're looking to focus on, uh, you know, getting kids vaccinated, which is what that, uh, that event was about. And if you look at the data behind that, it shows kids don't really need to be vaccinated, uh, right. in my opinion. I mean, it, it's 90 in the, the one Pfizer study was 98.6% of kids who were not vaccinated did not catch COVID. I mean, when you're looking, and none, nobody who caught it was was had it seriously as children. When you're looking at stuff like that, it, when you're looking at the results on the other side of the test results going down, it it really starts to indicate let's just go back to normal. Where I mean, where there's just no excuse for this. And I, I think uh, to some extent, Republicans are, are starting to uh, in the state are starting to you know push back and say, well, when are we? I think of Jessica Delia Cruz, the senator, for example. When are we going to? <laughs> stop we don't need another extension of the emergency order uh and i I, but i think i think that's what we're we're kind of seeing is it's just there's a somewhere deep down there's a strategic decision they have to they have to keep it going to the point that everybody's vaccinated and then they can say see now that we're vaccinated we're done we had to do all that other stuff that did so much damage you know if they start admitting that you don't need to vaccinate every single last toddler in the state then then people might start to say well all right, if we don't need to vaccinate them, why did we need to vaccinate them? And maybe we shouldn't have shut down. Maybe this thing would have run its course to some extent. I th- and I think that to me, that's where this all go- comes from is they just, they're looking for an out and the vaccination and the masking, it, it's not quite working like they want, but it's what they feel like they they need to do to, to excuse what they've already done. And at the same time, they've got, there, there are people out there who my, my view is they're not scared of the virus so much as the possibility that they might not be able to tell other people what to do when they want to. Uh, and I think those two things are coming together to, to keep this thing just going and going and going. And it really ought to be just over. Folks, another quick break, a lot more politics this week with Justin Katz right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401 431 MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing, a proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. Let MEGA Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 2300 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com. Justin, I want to come back to the test scores. I don't think it got enough attention. I think a lot of people, unfortunately, the media, they just kind of give the school uh, systems a little bit of a pass. But uh, because of what happened with COVID, therefore gave them a pass saying, well, you know, under the circumstances, it made sense everyone went down. But this, this to me, is a larger conversation. I, I would really like to see the Republican Party uh, in the state start to jump up and, and speak out. The public school system in the state, uh, in, in, and certainly in places like Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls, it, it, it's a failed experiment. Something drastic should be done. Um, you didn't hear Governor McKee come out with anything like that. I, I mentioned on the radio show that you know, in a place like Florida, if you have what's deemed a failing school, that means a charter school, boom, can immediately open right near there to provide, you know, an alternative for parents and also offer some kind of competition. 
the 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 stronghold that the teachers union have on the state it's as if the parents just have to accept and and people i know that people don't fully understand the term proficiency but it's it's very simple the large number of children that cannot do the grade level that they're at they're not able to do the work of that grade level it's it's something drastic has to be done Otherwise, this is definition of insanity. Nothing is going to change. Right. I, mean, well, that, I mean, that's that's where I was 20 years ago when looking at the scores we had then. And that's that's what really I mean, if you look at the state's presentation of their numbers, I mean, for for last year, for 20, there, there are no numbers for 2020. And, and on their charts, they put in big letters COVID you know, as if that's an excuse. You know, you, you kept kids out of school. We have their, their proficiency last year was zero because you didn't test it. And this year it went down. And I, I think we're just getting caught up in this. Oh, well, it went down this much. Oh, but it, silver lining, it didn't go down as much as Massachusetts. <laughs> what? I mean, I, I, how this doesn't just get people moving to, to, to challenge this, this, the unions especially, but the whole system. I, it just, I mean, that, that's the point I've been trying to drive home. It's, it was bad already. This ought to be an indication. We ought, to have, we ought to have looked at it and said only 31 or less than 30% of children are proficient in math before COVID. That's not acceptable. How right. are you changing this? But it just gets all muddied up and they'll and hand I, out I want money. to just interject like with Providence where, for instance, now they're, they're basically, the teachers are in Providence schools six hours a day, 8.30 to 2.30. Now, of those six hours, they only teach four hours. They get an hour free period. They get an hour for lunch. So you would think someone would say, listen, this is a huge emergency, red flag, Starting tomorrow, we're going to have, you know, the teachers are going to be required to be at school six and a half hours a day or seven hours a day. And 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 the fact is, Justin, you and I know they can't do that because of the union. This is a, a failed system. It's a failed model. They are rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. The numbers are not going to improve. They, they just snip around at the edges. It's so clear. The charter schools have more freedom. They can have a longer school day. They start school earlier. The teachers are more engaged. They have more you know, room to maneuver the principals because you don't have the teachers union. But there is there is no one that has the courage to stand up to them. Certainly not in this state. Yeah, well, I mean, never mind charter schools. We start sending kids to private schools. I mean, what what it ought to happen? We we used, once had a robust. We still have a robust parochial school system in Rhode Island. And I've looked at this in the past. SAT scores of parochial schools in Rhode Island. The SAT stopped giving the, school, the scores probably because it was getting embarrassing for public schools. But we're we're as good as parochial schools in any state, which are better than public schools in any state. And that that's really what needs to, uh, to in my view, what really needs to happen, particularly because charter schools would take a lot of time to, to ramp up, well, I mean, a year or two anyway. But if you could if you could say, you know what, your school, if you have fewer than 50% of your students unable to read and write by a certain grade, every kid in the school gets a voucher and it can go wherever they want and you will lose yeah. all that money. They will right away start fixing up these schools they'll right away sit down with the union and say this game has to end we just cannot do this anymore but instead like you say we're playing around the edges there's a, a bubbling up controversy in, in bristol warren right now where they they almost hired a consultant to do the equity thing and train teachers uh, for thousands right. of dollars how to do the equity and i guess one of the school committee members looked at her website and said wait she only says anything about black and brown children so maybe that's not i'm not sure this is the right contractor we need for for a 92 percent white student population and so now the the article in the local paper and the activists are all saying oh that's racist but that's it's a good point they're all failing all the kids are doing poorly you don't need to bring in somebody to focus on a little area but that's what they're doing as if that's going to be the solution and that's what i mean to go back to ramona bessinger in, in providence that's what they're doing is here's our here's our critical race theory curriculum that'll fix things no I, what's needed is consequences for the adults who sit there and think they should have a positive attitude for peak performance and that's what you need to change and the outrage just isn't there in part i think as we were discussing before because the news media just just gives it all a pass for some mysterious reason the um uh, before i let you go the governor's race in virginia now this will be really interesting if Terry McAuliffe is defeated, he's kind of seen as the incumbent. He was governor and I was trying to go get another term. 
But what is so interesting, I think, there, Justin Katz, is they, the Republican candidates successfully made education an issue. And uh, McAuliffe had that famous line at one of the debates saying parents should not be involved dictating you know, what's taught in the schools. Uh, New Jersey is also a very close governor's race, although it, it seems the Republican could almost use like another week or two weeks because um, it's just coming up too quickly. Where the uh, governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy said, well, if taxes is your thing, then New Jersey isn't where you want to be. Imagine a sitting governor saying that. But um, do, before I let you, do you think, can the Republican Party locally make an issue of education? Because right now, Justin, in Virginia, you're seeing, you know, uh, we'll see what happens with that. But Democrats, suburban moms saying, I am a Democrat, but I'm voting for the Republican. Uh, they successfully have made education the, a very important issue in, in that race, uh, much larger than it was just two months ago. I think so. You know, it's it's just it's kind of like the coach in North Kingstown, right? The moment somebody says, hey, wait, this is wrong. Everybody says, oh, this is wrong and can get outraged. I think there, there is an opportunity like that with education broadly to say this is wrong. And, you know, about a decade ago when I was working with the Center for Freedom and Prosperity and we did a poll for on school choice in Providence in Rhode Island, the most similar groups were black, black families and conservative Republicans in their views on education and school choice. That's, I mean, that's, that's just telling. Somebody, they need to start standing up and saying, this is what we have to do. They're, they're failing your students. You need to, I think there's, there's room to start, start making that case. And it could take off pretty quickly. It would only take a few, a few parents in those areas to say, you know what, they're right. This book shouldn't be in here or this teacher right. shouldn't be doing that or these scores are too unacceptable. There is a huge opportunity there. Uh, and I, I think it's, it's one that, that a well, an, a Republican who thought it through and had a good case to make and was willing to make it passionately despite being called names in the news media could really, really make some breakthrough in that. Folks, he is the managing editor at AnchorRising.com. It's Justin Katz. Justin, great job as always. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Talk to you soon. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Check out the website, petro.com we have original unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website depetro.com depetro.com for all your tree needs call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln, it's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured, tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal, 
or stump grinding. Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a, a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401 688 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for twenty three years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J. Perry Paving always provides high quality fair pricing exceptional service letter j j perry paving over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios general masonry projects give them a call today free estimate 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 letter j j perry paving a licensed and insured contracting company Hey, they'll meet their clients' needs, no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand-new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Reach out to J. Perry Paving. Get a free quote. And remember, no one's better for veterans, two veterans, than J. Perry Paving. If you are a veteran or related to one, have them give them a call. They may do their driveway for them. 401-732-1730. Find them on Facebook, and then the website is letter J, jperrypaving.com. <laughs> 